Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Southeast Wisconsin has some of the best high school and college athletes in the country. How did they get their start? Where did they begin their journey? It's time to talk about some of the best youth sports programs in the area. 10% It's time for the Youth Sports Show with the fans' high school insider, big time, Mike McGivern. Oh, welcome to the Youth Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Mike McGivern, again, live from the 57th annual Nary Milwaukee Spring Home Improvement Show at State Fair Park. And being at State Fair Park, I thought, what a per- perfect opportunity to talk youth sports with a bunch of people from the Pettit Center. Reached out to Kevin Butler, who is uh, in charge of media and stuff like that for the Pettit Center. And uh, he set me up, man. Set me up with four different guests, and we're going to do one segment apiece. And... This guy, I don't. I have very seldom do I have two a guy on second time, man. So uh, I must for, have done all right. You did pretty good for Milwaukee Blaze Hockey, the Milwaukee Area Youth Hockey Association is the league they're in. Uh, Milwaukee Blaze. You can go to MilwaukeeBlazeHockey.com for more information. Todd German. How, Todd, how are you? I'm doing well, thanks. How are good. you? Am I, am I the last name correct? German. German. Mm-hmm. I was close. Yes. Hey, so tell me what you do with uh, Milwaukee Blaze. Well, I am the president of the association, so I'm I'm in charge of making sure that things run smoothly, and we're focused on recruitment and events, and uh, I get to run exciting meetings and those types of things, and I'm also a coach, so I coach kids under 12 years old. And uh, you got one team you're coaching, you got a game today at 10 o'clock. That's right. How is, uh, how's the team doing? The team is, is learning and they're developing. Wins have been a little tough to come by this year, but that's all right. Kids are having a great time is coming that, together. Is that important at the that wins? age? Yeah. No, no. It's not, is it? No. Uh, I, I say it all the time. We focus on uh, helping them develop some lifelong skills, so things like sportsmanship and camaraderie and teamwork and those types of things. And, frankly, these kids develop so much over the course of a year. Uh, it's just amazing to watch them grow from sometimes a new skater barely being able to stand up to right. making moves, scoring goals, and it's wonderful. Boy, I'll tell you that uh, you guys have an event next Saturday, so our timing on this is really good. Yes. Uh, February 23rd, USA Hockey and 350 local associations across the country are going to host a Try Hockey for Free Day, and you guys are involved in that. We are, yes, and uh, we get anywhere between 20 and up to 100 kids that come in and try it, and uh, it's a great way for people just to strap the skates on and the kids get out there for an hour and hit some pucks around, and, and then they say, Mom or Dad, I, I think I really like this. Do you get kids that can't that have a hard time standing up on skates? We do. So we have a lot of volunteers out there. Some of our high school age players and older kids get out there and help, and our coaches do. And we also have, uh, their, we call them, I guess, skate helpers. Uh, they're PVC pipes put together in a way that allow kids to hang on to it and push themselves around without falling down. Hey, Todd, um, do, if somebody doesn't have skates... Skates are provided. So we provide the skates, the helmets, the sticks. All they have to do is uh, we ask them to bring a pair of mittens or gloves that they can wear out onto the ice. So we provide everything. Man, that's awesome. Yeah, it's so, great. 
I've got, uh, and we talked about this. I have three grandsons, mm-hmm. um, and they're, I, I believe, nine, seven, and five, yep. uh, somewhere in that. I, I, I'm sure my wife is like, come on, Michael, <laughs> really? I, I know their names. How's that? Right, that's right, good Keegan, enough. Key Lobby, Keegan, Logan, and Beckett. And uh, Beckett's five, and I know that because uh, I went to watch him play basketball last week. Sure. And um, doesn't quite understand yet the rules. I've been a basketball coach 36 years. Okay. And I said, uh, Beckett, the boy you were guarding, he was dribbling the ball right in front of you. Just take it. He said, Papa, he's got to pass it to me. <laughs> and I said, no, you're guys. I said, why would you put your hands down when the ball came? He said, oh, I don't want the ball. <laughs> I said, we got some work to do. Yes. He yes. said, you don't understand the rules. I said, oh, I don't understand the rules. <laughs> A five-year-old just makes me laugh like crazy. My fear is he's going to start checking guys. Oh, yes. Well, they don't get to do that in hockey until they're 14 or 15 years Perfect. old. Perfect. Yes. So He may come time. to this, and you may say, look, he, he, hockey might not be for this <laughs> this boy. Hey, talk about uh, the, the Blaze uh, hockey program. You guys healthy, sure. healthy with numbers right now? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so we have seen growth of between 50 and 75% at our lower age levels. Uh, in, in no small part to our efforts in recruitment, uh, events like Try Hockey for Free. Uh, the great thing is if you are under the age of eight and you live in our territory, you can play hockey for free for the season. Really? So we offer that to new skaters. Uh, I, I haven't paid for hockey for my own kid for the last three years because I work a few Brewers games. So a lot of folks think that money is a factor in getting their kids involved in hockey, but it's just not true. So we've seen with uh, some of these kinds of special offers and our recruitment efforts that we are growing dramatically at, at the lower levels, and we're super excited about it. Hey, this time uh, next week at the Pettit Center, February 23rd, against Try Hockey for Free. And, and the, the organization Milwaukee Blaze Hockey is part of this. Uh, what time is that? Uh, it starts at 1 o'clock. We're on the ice, I think, from one fifteen until 2.30 or something like that. Uh, but if you go to the website, you click to register. It's super easy. And like I said, we provide everything. Uh, we're expe- especially trying to challenge girls to come out. We started a new girls program this year at our at our Milwaukee Blaze hockey program, and we're excited to see that grow. Uh, they're, we, we love to see girls play the sport. It's perfect for them in a lot of ways, and, and uh, sometimes it's not, the, not on the top of the mind for, uh, for some of those girls, but we are building that program. No, I agree with that. One to one o'clock, get there at one, but you need to pre-register, correct? You do. You, you can do it on site, but we always prefer that you do it ahead of time. It just streamlines the process. Uh, if you do it on site, we have some extra waivers that you sign off on, and it's free, so there's no money to collect, anything like that. You just get a helmet, you get some skates and a stick, and some instruction before the kids go on the ice, and uh, lots of fun while they are on the ice to give the give the sport a try. You know, I, I love that idea. In fact, I'm as you're talking, I want you to keep talking because I'm sending this to my son-in-law. Oh, great! Yeah, because I want you know what I want these boys to try this next week from one to two thirty or one fifteen to two fifteen, and if nothing else, to and I know they've been to the Pettit Center, but if you haven't been there, oh, it's boy, amazing! It is. It's amazing. You're blessed to be able to be part of that. I've been going there for 13 years. I have three boys. One is a freshman at Madison. Uh, one is graduating this year as a senior and uh, my 10-year-old. And I tell you, we're there four days a week, five days a week. In some of their younger days, and all three were in six days a week because they were all on different teams. But 
Uh, it's a wonderful facility. Randy and Kevin do a, a great job, and Mike and everybody over there to make sure that it's well run. Locker rooms are great, and people love skating on the oval. We have people that come in from out of town for tournaments, and they're always impressed with the facility, and, and we feel honored and privileged to be able to be there. Yeah, and, and you should be, and I'm sure that people that uh, get a chance that uh, to, to come in for the first time, that, that wow factor is still there. It is. It, it really is an, an incredible. Hey, when you, when you talk about Blaze Hockey, when I talk to soccer guys, um, Todd, that, you know, they'll, they'll say things like, well, there's, there's a soccer explosion we're waiting for. Well, there's not. You know, I worked in the wave, uh, for the Wave and the Rampage, and what happens is kids at a really young age, all of them play soccer, and as they get a little bit older, the numbers seem to dwindle. A lot of options for kids. Is that the same with, so- with, with hockey? Uh, we see a little drop off at what we call the bantam age level. So that's uh, those are kids that are 14, 13 and 14 years old. And that happens because that's when checking starts and some kids are just not comfortable with that. And frankly, they're entering high school and they have lots of other options and friends and jobs and girlfriends and boyfriends and all of those things. So uh, we understand that that happens and it happens pretty universally. Uh, so our efforts are always to grow from the bottom up in terms of the anywhere between three and uh, 10 years old. That's a very common age for kids to start hockey. Although we have lots of examples, uh, one of our best players on our team this year, this is his first year in organized hockey, and he has just grown leaps and bounds. And every coach I play against comes up to me and says, wow, that kid Khalil is a force to be reckoned with. He's amazing. He's fast. He's strong. He's a, he has a great shot. And he didn't start playing until later in life. So, really? Yeah, it, it, it's really great. People often think, well, if my kid isn't four years old, it's too late to sign them up. But it, it, it just really is not. Yeah, you, look, and I think it, it's the same in basketball. Mm-hmm. You know, if, 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 if your goal and what you're thinking is your kid's going to play in the NHL, Okay. Well, yeah. yeah. But look, if you if, if if you want your kid to to learn to play hockey, to enjoy it, to have fun with it, and maybe play in in the high school level, right? Great. Let's. See. It's okay to start at ten. It's right? okay to start at fourteen. Frankly, right. we've Thank seen you that. For that. And and one of the things I tell the kids I coach all the time is one of my jobs is lifelong love love of the sport. So I'm I'm what am I? Forty eight years old. I play on two teams myself, and I play with guys who are. 40, 50, 60 years old. So these kids that I'm coaching at age 10 can play for the next 50 years of their life. What's the fan base of those games that you're playing? <laughs> I'm wondering. Yeah, I, not a packed house. I'm Ranges sure. between zero and three, I would say. <laughs> and, <that's laughs> and one of them is the person driving the Zamboni. <laughs> and, and one because you, your wife, you're going to dinner after or something like, <laughs> right. like that. I, I, I just think it's, it's marvelous. This event that you guys have coming up at the Pettit Center next week, Saturday. Um, you, you go to their website and you can see, you can line, uh, register your kids uh, four to nine. Is that correct? Four to ten, something like that. Yep, yep, that's right. Yep, and, and go to the website MilwaukeeBlazeHockey.com. MilwaukeeBlazeHockey.com. You can learn a lot about the Milwaukee Blaze Hockey Association and what they do and 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 uh, the, the kids that they serve in this area. And if you're thinking, boy, I I don't know if my son or daughter, and and again, it's co-ed. My son or daughter would like uh, hockey. I don't know how to get them involved, and here's a perfect way to do it. Next Saturday at the Pettit Center, it's Try Hockey for Free Day. 
And I love the fact that USA Hockey and 350 local associations throughout the country are doing this. And the Milwaukee Blaze is one of those participating locations that people can do this. And come try youth hockey as part of the youth hockey across America. I yes. didn't know there was such a thing. There is. Youth or hockey week across America. And the great thing is you can live anywhere and attend this event. So throughout the season, we, uh, we're, we're, we're in territory. So we represent New Berlin, West Allis, uh, West Milwaukee, and, and, the, and uh, basically the, the central city. Um, and then, so, but this event is open to everyone. Uh, we have a couple of summer camps that are, are the same way. Uh, one is called the Milwaukee Select Camp, and then Coach Mary's Power Hour. We have a close connection uh, with Coach James and Coach Mary, and great opportunities, one for overall hockey skill and the other one for power skating. And you can live anywhere and, and uh, experience the Pettit Center, which is a great facility, and, uh, and really take part in that. That happens over the summer. You know, hockey has, hockey has been kind of a suburban sport yep. are you finding more kids from the city looking to at least try it to get involved to, to find out more about it? it it it's a bit of a tough sell and that's our territory so that's what we do we we go into schools we march in parades we we do everything we can through social media and direct contact to try to let folks know who live in the city i'm i'm a milwaukee resident my son's played, but part of that is because I grew up in Superior, Wisconsin, so it was part of my childhood experience. Pond hockey? Well, every elementary school had its own rink, so we Did all just really? played after school. Oh, my and, goodness. And a uh, guy would come out with the hose and flood it at night and a little wood stove and the warming shack. So we don't have that here in Milwaukee necessarily, so uh, you kind of have to get your kids signed up for a program. Um, and, uh, again, that, that's based on where you live. But uh, the the Milwaukee Select Camp, Coach Mary's Power Hour, and this Tri Hockey for free, you can live anywhere right. and experience the Pettit Center Tri Hockey and, and really develop your skills. You know, soccer, it's the same thing. You know, they've, they've had a hard time um, getting kids from the city to come play soccer. But what they have found that is is when, when they're able to do that, kids are falling in love with the, with the yep. game, and they're finding that – Look, if, if I'm a good soccer player, that can translate into some other sports For where sure. I, can, I can excel in other sports. And they, they had a real concerted effort to try to get kids from the city to play. I don't know because I'm out of the soccer game where that's at now, but, but I would love to see hockey do the same thing. I think that Waha and USA Hockey could do a – there's definitely room for improvement in trying to recruit kids from urban areas to play hockey because, like you said, it translates directly. Whether you're – if your kid plays basketball, soccer, lacrosse, those are the kinds of sports where you're, you're on the field, you're on a court, you have a team, you're passing the ball or puck or whatever right. device you're using, and it all translates. And we want our kids to play in multiple sports and experience everything year-round year because it isn't about the wins and losses. It's about athletics and health and wellness and team camaraderie and all those lessons that are going to last a lifetime. He is Todd German. He's with uh, Milwaukee Plays Hockey. Go to MilwaukeePlaysHockey.com. Good luck today in your game. Thanks a lot, Mike. You bet. Thank Appreciate you. It. We'll get to a break. Other side of the break, uh, we will continue talking to people from the Pettit Ice Center. This is the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern. I'm live. We are live from the 57th annual Nary Milwaukee Spring Home Improvement Show at State Fair Park. And we're talking about 
all the opportunities that the Pettit Center and the people at the Pettit Center offer to, to some of the young athletes in this area. And if Kevin Butler's listening, I've called an audible. <laughs> I've, you know what? I've got uh, Angie and Carolyn, and I'm going to have them both on for the next two segments instead of doing one segment apiece. Because though they're different, some of the things and how people start in speed skating and figure skating is similar. Carolyn, it's nice to meet you. Yeah, it's nice to meet you too, yeah, th- Mike. Thanks for coming. Uh, Angie, same thing. Thank you so much for, for coming. Um, let's start a little bit with how kids get involved in, and kind of the early, the four- and five-year-olds, if they have interest in learning how to skate, if they have interest in speed skating or figure skating, how they go about doing that. So. Well, I can definitely start. Sure. Uh, what's great about the Pettit Center is that we run a year-round Learn to Skate program. It's the Learn to Skate USA program, which is basically the fundamentals of all the different skating disciplines. So you start with the TOT classes, the TOT or the TOT and Me classes, all the way through the basics, and then you can kind of split into the different disciplines. But what's great is that it's a certified program that was brought together by U.S. figure skating, U.S.A. hockey, and U.S. speed skating. So all three uh, governing bodies came together to create this curriculum. Hey, um, Angie, I, I, we had talked um, a little bit. Carolyn, I'm sorry. We had, we had talked a little bit during the break about your background. and You grew up in Illinois, and you, you came from a, a family that the winter sports was a big deal in your family, and you tried <laughs> hockey, mm-hmm. and hockey just wasn't for you. And you went to speed skating and found a niche and, and really enjoyed it and, and then went to college, and they came back and competed as a speed skater. What, what about that sport caught your attention and your, and your love? Yeah. um, Well, speed skating, like figure skating, is a really technical sport. And I just immediately fell in love with the feeling of going fast. It feels like you're flying. Or if if people could fly, that's what I would imagine it would feel like. And I just really gravitated towards breaking down skills and creating progressions that would help me to improve. And I just loved the process of it all. You did. And and you like both you guys obviously must love teaching, though, that to some kids that that may fall in love with with the sport the way that that you guys did there, there's not and, and and i'm not in that world i'm a basketball coach Thanks. and so you know what you can go to any gym in the city and you know what there's a game going on it's, it, this is so specialized to me and maybe it's bigger than i think hockey the hockey part we talked to todd there's a lot of kids that are playing i don't know the numbers when it comes to speed skating or figure skating and is it i know speed skating is co-ed figure skating co-ed but more more girls i think than boys correct for the most part yes but we do have a number of men um and young men that skate at the pettit and have gone to sectional championships as well so there is a um a a small component of men in our sport but is is there is is it high school um not age kids because i know that they're involved but there's not high schools that compete against other high schools it's clubs against other clubs is that correct for the most part although there there is a developmental program that does have high schools that they're able to compete against each other but unfortunately most high schools don't have enough skaters skaters right that they could form that kind of a team so for the most part it is a club sport carolyn when you when you were doing this um at obviously a younger age who did you compete against in illinois was it clubs as well yes yeah it's clubs for the most part across the board um and then as you continue to progress you you can either participate in a high performance development program which is something we have based at the pedat center it's called the academy of speed skating excellence um 
but from for the most part skaters will stay in their club um, until they advance to the national team level. Hey, I hope that you guys never, uh, and, and the, I'm asking this question, never take for granted this facility that you guys call home because, you know, if you moved to Arizona the first two months, I asked a guy, how long have you lived here? A year. And I said, D- is the wow factor with these mountains every day? He said it was for two months. And now I don't even see them anymore, which is a shame. And I hope you guys never take for granted this facility that you have that you call home as the Pettit Center. Is it, it, There can't be but three facilities of this caliber anywhere in the country, correct? Yeah, it's, it's a wonderful facility. And I, I actually remember being a local girl. I grew up here in Milwaukee, and I remember when the Pettit was actually built and was actually actually part of the opening ceremonies you were mm-hmm, that that new year's eve man that's awesome mm-hmm. and and the facility itself i think has expanded mm-hmm. into what it is you know it I, I think it it in doing the research that i've done you guys offer so much to this community and and what they're able to utilize the pettit center for i don't know if people understand that yeah it's it's, it's one it's a wonderful facility with and again there's one of the coolest things about, we just actually had practice this morning, and there's two rinks that are side by side that are, are surrounded by this, the, the long track, the speed skating right. rink. So at one point in time, at the Pettit this morning, there was mm-hmm. figure skating on one rink, hockey on the other rink, and then speed skating all the way around. So you've got the three disciplines actually working at the same time, which is incredible. Yeah. Go to thepettit.com. If you have any, any interest in knowing some of the things that they would offer for your kids, your grandkids, your, your nieces, nephews, and, and this is a youth sports show, there's a lot that adults can do there too. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, we'll see a lot of speed skaters start off at a young age, but we also see a lot of adults coming into the sport, too, at 40, 50 years old because maybe they were a runner and they're looking for something a little low impact. But it's, in general, a family sport as well. We see a lot of parents participating with their children. If, if kids want to learn, and, and I'm looking at the hockey tots, and I've got three grandsons, mm-hmm. right? And I've got a five-year-old. That, oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. Oh, they're, and they live across the street from me, so, and nice. they're about... 10 minutes from the Pettis Center. And I, I've, I already f- took a picture of this, this free hockey day that's coming up next Saturday. And, and they, I'm going to get those boys over there <laughs> because I want to see if they have any interest in that sport. But the hockey tots, the, the, when these little ones come in, as parents and grandparents, you're always worried about safety. Mm-hmm. And you're worried that you're, they're going to be surrounded with by, by, by coaches that know what they're doing. And, and will we'll hopefully you know, teach our kids to fall in love with the sport. Can we talk a little bit about the staff that, that you have and how much you're sure. involved on a day-to-day basis with sure, it? Sure, sure. Well, I'm fortunate to be to have a number of really great Learn to Speed Skate instructors, and we have been offering um, programs twice a week on Tuesday and Thursday since September, um, and beginning this Tuesday, we'll start up our classes again. Um, a lot of the coaches that we work with spend a lot of time giving one-on-one feedback during classes. Um, we start off the session practicing learning how to fall and get back up so that people stay safe. And then we encourage everybody to wear um, the appropriate safety equipment so that we can minimize any type of injuries that happen hey, on these. Am I reading this right that for the hockey tots is a six-week session and it's $99? That's correct. Is that 99 a week? No, it's 99, 99 for, for the, the whole, whole six weeks. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. That's really inexpensive. You know that, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. I just, good I'm reading this and I'm like, that it's, it is. It says right there $99 for 
per six-week session. Mm -hmm. Skate rental is available, not included in registration fee, $18 um, for the six-week class to, to, for, to utilize skates. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's really good. Yeah. And look, for those kids at that age, I, I have not been. I would love to just come and watch because four- and five-year-olds on the ice must be really fun to watch. And there's got to be kids that – is this the first time some of them have ever put on skates? Absolutely, yeah. So we get a lot of completely rookie uh, skaters, but that's at every level, though. I mean, we, you know, we also offer – the adult classes just for the basic skills and some of these you know some, hold on some hold on you're gonna teach me how to reset uh, i'm looking I used at to you skate. no mm -hmm. i know you are i used to skate at lake park you know oh. lake park because mm -hmm. you're a shorewood girl that's right that's where but it's been a, a, a zillion years so you're a little self-taught that i was self-taught yeah and and um i was okay there for a while but then i, I have not put on a, spur, a pair of skates since probably sophomore year in high school well, it's a long time. I will say that one of our oldest I mean, I, skaters. Hold on. I could beat you still. Oh, I, I don't mean, know about that. I'm just kidding. Oh, well, hold yeah, on. I'm talking. Possible. I'm talking. No, I'm, no, you don't know me. I'm totally <laughs> kidding. I mean, down 100. Uh, how far is around? That's 400 meters. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 400. I would. Randy Dean, I would whip too. Um, <laughs> he can still throw a football better than I can. But <laughs> yeah. around the oval, can you imagine? We should Facebook Live that race. We should raise money for charity. Oh, that would Me be cool. Me against you, straight up. I would be down for that. Yeah, well, I bet. Look at that. <laughs> I'll record it. Oh, yeah. I'm not. I'm only kidding. <laughs> I am totally kidding. Let's get to a prank. She is so kind. Carol, she is so, in her mind, she's like, this old dude, He, I would kill him. But she's so, isn't she kind? We're talking about the Pettit Ice Center, our youth sports show. There's so much that the Pettit Ice Center um, offers to the youth in this this uh, this community, along with the adults. If you have not been there, you need to go there. It's a crown jewel throughout the country. The Pettit.com is is where you can go. And don't forget, next Saturday they've got try hockey for free. Four to nine year olds try hockey for free, and it's a wonderful opportunity to. to Boys and girls can come in and, and try this. And we're going to continue our conversation. We're talking figure skating and speed skating. And we'll do that on the other side of the break. This is the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, live from the 57th annual Nary Milwaukee Spring Home Improvement Show at State Fair Park. Doors open at 10 o'clock. Come on by. Going to be doing my high school show after this. It's seating meeting Saturday. Talk to a lot of uh, coaches as they're leaving their seating meetings. We we're talking about the Pettit Ice Center, and this has been really fun. And I want to thank Kevin Butler uh, for helping me set this thing up. We're talking figure skating and speed skating uh, with Carolyn Spiewak. Mm -hmm, that's, that's right. She's so nice. She's <laughs> going to give me a half a half a oval head start and still beat me. I, we're going to raise money for charity on this thing. <laughs> but you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to work with Angie for a year, and she's <laughs> oh, going to. That would be a good. No, well, maybe six months. That's all I need. <laughs> I'm a great athlete. Yeah. Quit laughing. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, Angie, we were talking during the break a little bit about some of the things that you're doing. I didn't know there was such a thing as synchronized skating. That's right. So once you get into the discipline of figure skating, you can actually do a couple different disciplines or you can kind of specialize yourself. But there's things as freestyle, ice dancing, and pair skating. But there's also synchronized skating, which is a little bit lesser known. Um, that's 
one of my specialties, actually. See that guy skating right there. Oh, there is a guy <laughs> skating yeah, right, on the carpet. Yeah, skating <laughs> on the carpet. He's going to come and get lessons from you guys. <laughs> Again, but, but as we talked about, you know, with our synchronized skating program, um, we have 100 kids, and we also have adult programs as well, all the way from like six years old up to 86 years old. So and it's quite the range. So, so there's still time for me. You know, there's still time for me to get in there. And my, I know my wife used to skate at Lake Park as, as well. So we may do this. I think she would love that. My last year coaching basketball. This will be at 36 years of doing this. I think it's time wow. to, to retire. And we've <laughs> got to find something. Maybe it's this whole skating thing. Again, my 86-year-old didn't start skating until he was 70. Can I ask you, Carolyn, can I ask you, be honest with <laughs> sure, us. Sure, sure. When you were younger mm-hmm. when and you were a speed skater, did you look down on the figure skaters? And did figure <laughs> skaters look down on you guys? Um, did you go like, or that's no. just a whole different sport? No, no, not at all. I mean, I think if anything, and I love watching all of the figure skaters on the rink ice every afternoon, um, but I just admire the athleticism and the agility that they have to do jumps. There's no way I would jump on the ice. It right. scares me. Um, but going fast is fun. Same question for you. Oh. The figure skaters, they look at the, the speed skaters. The other, the other question, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get your answer on that. Is it frustrating for you guys that every four years, the Olympics, people go nuts with speed skating and they go nuts with figure skating? And then it kind of, I would assume your numbers get really big right then. Mm-hmm. But, but it seems to me like in, in, in the media, guys like me, it just goes away then for four years. And I'm wondering if, if that's a frustration for you guys. Well, there definitely is like an Olympic, we, we call it the Olympic boom. Yeah, you know, Olympic so, bump. Yeah, Olympic yeah. bump. Mm-hmm. So there definitely is a little, you know, I think with the Summer Olympics, there's probably summer sports that have the same thing as well. You know, kids Track get, and field. Right. Yeah. You know, when the kids, you know, or the, you know, the young athletes are able to watch these wonderful sports and athletes be able to compete, it's very inspiring. And one of the great things, you know, about the Pettit Center, you know, specifically speed skating, and you can talk more about that, but, you know, there's Olympians training around us all mm-hmm. the time. Right. And even though, you know, a lot of the Olympians are from the speed skating side, the figure skaters completely respect and are kind of in awe of just the discipline and um, the strength that we see out of the speed skaters. So I think both sports really inspire each other. Mm-hmm. Hey, Carolyn, I did. I do a segment for a TV show called Around the Corner with John McGivern. I do a sports segment. Mm-hmm. And we are up in the Delaware. We go all over the state, but we're up in Delaware Field. And... Sure. Um, they were talking about St. John's, and so then I went over to Kettle Moraine High School and talked about the girls' soccer team. Okay. And there was a girl on there, and her mom was Bonnie Blair. Oh, my God. <laughs> right? And, she, yeah. and I said, are you going on to play? She said, oh, no, I'm going to take a year off, and I'm going to train. And I mm-hmm. said, she goes, yeah, I, I'm a speed skater. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you know her? Yeah, Blair, her yes. daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We see them all the time at the Oval, and they're out there training. She was so impressive. She's a really good athlete and a good soccer player. Oh yeah. And she said, "You know what? I know this is. I'm going to do this for a year and see how it goes." And and uh, she had this smile that lit up the room, and she was so proud of her her soccer teammates and how hard mm-hmm. they worked to get to where they they were. And it just, I thought, wow, I'm not sure I'd bet against her if that's what she wants to do. <laughs> and she comes from great genes. Yeah, she does. Yeah, some really good genes. Yeah. And Bonnie's still talented. involved, right? Do you see Bonnie? She is. She's on the board of directors, I see, for the Pettit Center. Yes, that's right. And she's at the Pettit Center all the time. Um, she's out there on the ice working with Blair and some of the other skaters. And then you can see her on the track jogging. So it's 
as Angie was saying, it's just a really unique environment to be a part of. Um, would I need to give her like a half for me too? A whole half oval <laughs> as we're racing? She she would catch me, wouldn't she? Me, I'm maybe three quarters. Three quarters. <laughs> wow, we've only known each other a few minutes. Well played. I, I appreciate that kind of humor. That's good stuff. What's um, what's coming up now that you guys want to promote? You guys have classes. Mm-hmm. I, again, the pettit.com. The pettit.com is where you want to go for information. But people that are listening that, that may want to get their kids or adults involved in some of this stuff, what do you guys have coming up? Well, one very cool thing is that we actually have tomorrow, um, the Pettit is hosting a, a figure skating competition, the Snow Crystal Figure Skating there Competition for um, all of our Learn to Skate level kids. So if parents you want to bring their kids to see you know, kids that look just their age, just starting out, being able oh, to come. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, and it's free to the public. They can come in. What to, time is that? It starts at nine a.m. and it goes till about five o'clock. So you know what I would recommend is come here to the show. No, go to you guys at nine and then come over here to the Perfect. show, and so you can watch some of this. And how old are the kids that'll be doing this, or, well, or throughout the adults too? Uh, there are some adults as well. Okay. So it's it's basically it's a competition that's geared towards um, showcasing the learn to skate program skaters. Wow, how fun is that? Mm-hmm. Have you done those before? I will actually be announcing all day tomorrow. You will be? You're going to be kind of like what I do. Exactly. If I come in there, will you say hello to me? Or Absolutely. Or you will be big time in me? I'll, I'll give you a shout out. Yeah, oh, is that it? That's, During a Zam break, that, though. That, that's awesome. Um, so from 9 o'clock to 5, and it's free to the public. Mm-hmm. So for people that may want to say, hey, look, maybe my son or daughter, this mm-hmm. is something, let's just go see it. Yep. And again, if you haven't been in the Pettit Center in a long time, get there. Because it's just still as beautiful as, as it was that New Year's Eve that you were there when it opened. Go ahead. Oh, and then I was going to say, uh, if you come around the noon hour, too, we actually have our um, synchronized synchro teams that are competing in the middle of the day. So our, our developmental teams will also be competing. So they'll get a chance to see, again, figure skaters and, or, I'm sorry, the freestyle skaters and the synchronized skaters tomorrow, too. How many participants do you think throughout the day? Oh, there are so many different events. and If you had um, a guess. I would say 50 wow. 50 kids. That's great. But competing in different events and right. throughout the day. It's pretty great. Yeah, that's really good. Carolyn, what's going on with you guys? Anything that we can promote for the speed skating part of yeah, it? Yeah, definitely. So our Learn to Speed Skate class starts up on Tuesday, and that goes from yep. 6.15 until 7.15. And at the end of March, on the 23rd, which is a Saturday, we'll actually have a tri-speed skating event from 9 until 11.15. What's so, the date on that? Uh, Saturday, March 23rd. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. March 23rd. And I just love, look, if you go to the website, and we don't, I don't have enough t- uh, time to talk to these guys about, you know, hockey tots in particular, and then getting, you know, through to the next, the snowplow Sam, which is, what is that? The Again, also the very basic oh, yeah, beginning look fundamentals. <laughs> look at, the, look at. Yeah. Basically, oh, you're learning how to stand up and kind of toddle forwards, a little bit of glides, little dips. So it's the very, very uh, basic fundamentals. If I do that where you go s- snowplow Mike, is that is that because, look, <laughs> yes. nobody can videotape because I'm going to be just embarrassing myself like you, like you can't believe. I, I love the fact that you guys offer all of this stuff and, and thank you for what you do. The basic, you know, learn to skate, all of that. When you talked about, look, we can come on together and I asked you to and you said, mm. when you start with us, you can learn to skate and then decide what area you want to go into. If you want to go to hockey, that's great. If you mm-hmm. want to go to figure skating, come by us. And if mm-hmm. you want to go to speed skating, we're here for you. It's all about being, doing something on the ice. Mm-hmm. And what a great way to stay fit. Yeah, 
It is, yeah. for sure. And I was going to say, there are actually some athletes that do multiple different disciplines. So we do have some figure skaters that have also dabbled in hockey, and then we've got some speed skaters as well. So, mm-hmm. it's, uh, You know, too, I would think if you're a multi-sport athlete, and I'm going to talk to Randy Dean about this because he was, mm-hmm. and uh, is it, it, what a great way to in your off-season to stay in shape and, and, and do some of the things that you need to do to, to continue to be a good athlete. Guys, thank you. You know I was only kidding about the, the, the race, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, why do you have a contract for me to sign? I'm not signing no. any contract with you. <laughs> thank you for what you guys do. Thank I really appreciate us. it. And, again, go to thepettit.com. Um, if you want to talk to these guys, easy. You know what? Their their phone number is to the Pettit Center is right there. If, if you need to get a hold of them and can't, Kevin Butler has been great to work with. He's You know what? He's been a, he's done a great job yeah. uh, setting this thing up. And, and uh, other than him being a Marquette High guy, doesn't seem like a bad guy to me. Uh, he coached at university school as well, so that's strike two. No more strikes for Kevin Butler. This is the Youth Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Youth Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, live at State Fair Park. It's the 57th annual Nary Milwaukee Spring Home Improvement Show. We are in aisle 600. It's fairly close to Curtin Electric, which is my favorite company. There goes Sarah from Curtin Electric. Stop by and say hello. Again, aisle, middle of aisle 600. I'll be here for till noon doing my shows and then here till 5 o'clock emceeing some, some things and doing some PA mentions and stuff like that. My next guest, again, we were talking about the Pettit Center. And it, what a perfect fit on a youth sports show to talk about all the things the Pettit Center offers our community. And uh, this is a guy I've known for a long time, and I'm a big fan of Randy Deans. He's the executive director of the Pettit Ice Center. Sir, it's good to see you again. How you been? It's my pleasure to be here. Yeah, things are good? You, you look ta- good, man. Well, thank you. Yeah. Uh, the Pettit Center is doing well. You've talked to some of our really good people who support the center wow. and our program. So it's, uh, we're delighted. So if we did this uh, this bet for charity, uh, and it's Carolyn and I, and she's uh, giving me a half oval head start on, and she's a speed skater, I would take her, right? I, w- I, you I, right? I wouldn't race her. No, I'm not racing. I wouldn't her. race her. No, man, how nice are these? Yeah. Do you know what I loved about them, and and certainly about Todd, and I've had Todd out before, the absolute pure passion that they have for the work you guys do at the Pettit Center. And they're devoted to youth uh, to develop them, realizing that the experiences they have as youngsters, these carry over to their, their lifelong experiences. What they learn through um, you know, discipline and working hard, they don't always succeed, right. but that's part of the, the, the deal. And yeah. uh, so we're delighted to have them working with the Pettit Center and the kids. You know, when you said, look, it, it, we, it, we don't always succeed, but that's life. Right? Absolutely. That's yeah. life in, in everything that, that we do. Every basketball you know, team I coach does not win a state championship. And that just, I think you learn so much from, from that. What I loved about their passion for me was these are, these are people that work in different areas. You know, speed skating and figure skating is two different areas. But they're trying to make sure that, look, we get our kids in and we let them choose. What, what do they want? You know, for I, I'm telling you, Carolyn, who is cute as they come, said, look, I just like going fast. I really <laughs> liked it. It was like I'm flying, and that, that made me smile because if you look at her, you would think, there, you know, there's no way. And she just, I'm sure, on the, on the ice. And, and when you talk to Angie about figure skating and all the things that she does and, and, and has such a passion, they, they talk during the break about the life lessons that these kids can learn 
not only at the Pettis Center, but but playing these sports or trying to get involved in these sports. It's to say, it's just it, it warms my heart to have other people with that message that I've had for a long time. Absolutely, and these are sports that aren't really high profile. Right. And uh, but they can be lifelong sports. They're they're college uh, opportunities for them, and even afterwards, Andy's talked about seniors should get involved. Right. And the eighty four year old guy. Absolutely. Yeah. Broke yeah. his hip two years ago, and he's back skating again. I, li- I love that. Hey, let's talk a little bit about the progression of the Pettis Center. First of all, how long have you been there? I've been there 10 years. Have you really? Yeah, so it's been a surprise, and uh, it's, uh, I've been there, but it's, uh, I work with, I'm blessed to work with really good people. Yeah. A couple of you met here, um, and we've improved some things. It's, uh, we were delighted to host the Olympic trials in January of 2018, yeah. first time in 20 years. Wow. So that kind of you know, raised the profile of the Pettit Center. And you've kind of referenced a couple of things. A lot of people have not been inside the Pettit Center. I, that shocks me. I, you're, I'm telling you, it shocks me because everybody goes to State Fair. You know, a lot of people go to State Fair or they drive past because it's right off the freeway on 84th Street. And if you have not stepped foot in there, when you do, that wow factor is incredible. And I asked the girls, I hope you don't take that for granted. Yeah, absolutely right. And um, people, they when they come to a meeting, they go to a Hall of Fame room, and they go right over to the glass that you have a view of the whole arena. Right. And their noses are pressed against that glass because they, they're in awe of what actually goes on inside there. And, you know, you guys open up the, the, the track for people to run, especially in this kind of weather where maybe people are having a hard time. You open it up for people to, to utilize the facility. It's a community place, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. The running track has been busier this year because of the weather we've oh, had. Okay. And we also have teams there that, that uh, when it's inclement they come in and, and train uh, we have women who come with uh, walkers for their kids and they're there during the day so people don't associate that with a pettit center but uh it's we had an indoor marathon there at the end of january did you really the 10th year for it and How it sells people? out every year really we had about 600 runners over about three or four different events including relays wow and so it's it's remarkable good and for you they think oh don't you get bored turning left all the time and going around the lap no there's so much activity Right. People love it. They come from all around the country to run in this marathon. Wow. You go to thepettit.com. Thepettit.com is the facility um, and the website. You're going to see a lot of stuff. Do me a favor because it took me this morning. I had uh, very little time to do some research, and it made me stand the the website because there's so much information and really good information. If you have kids, grandkids, nieces, nephews that might want to get involved, Look at the Pettit Center, some of the things that they offer, and they offer it, some of it free and some of it really inexpensive, that if you want to see if your son or daughter has interest in skating, figure skating, hockey, just to learn how to skate, um, I would highly recommend the, the Pettit, uh, Pettit.com. What a, the, the last 10 years, I, that surprised me because I thought it was about three or four years that you took over. Yeah, it seemed like it, but um, and when I first thing I did, I, I brought in Kevin Butler, who I worked with at university school. And so it's been a partnership there with a couple other people there. Did, that did you look at his resume and see he went to Marquette High? Because <laughs> <laughs> come on, man. We, we had to get every, everyone deserves an opportunity. But no, he, he's, he's been fabulous, and uh, it's a joy working with him. And, uh, again, the staff there, and uh, they take great pride in seeing what we've been able to do there. He's really proud of the work that you guys do at the Pettit Center. And I can tell you that when I got a hold of him, he called me straight back and he had this thing set up in about 15 minutes which is really unlike a lot of people that i work with (laughs) because i have to call back and bug it 
and he he said, look, I've got it, I've got it all taken care of. Here's who you've got. Boom, boom, boom. If Randy can't make it, I'll be there. And uh, he's a good one. That's a good hire, right? Well, there. He, he's he's very well organized. And um, when we did the Olympic trials, that was a stretch for us. I haven't done it in 20 years. So how are you going to handle those crowds and those type of things? We had to have a tent outside. Yeah. You had to move things around inside, security, all those things that were new to us. And he had a very well organized, and That's it perfect. was a great success for us. Hey, who do you compete with throughout the country? How many facilities are there like the Pettit Center? And when you say we, that the Olympic trials weren't here, we're, were they in Salt Lake City? Where, where, where is it? They were, had been primarily out in Salt Lake City, but um, there are two venues, uh, Salt Lake City, mm-hmm. the Utah Oval, which goes back to the 2002 Winter Games, yep. and then the Pettit Center. There's okay. one up in Calgary. That was for the 1988 Games, and there's another one up in Canada. So there are four in North America, but the difference, the Pettit Center is at sea level and the Salt Lake Oval's at high altitude. Okay. And um, that makes a big difference. You can go faster in Salt Lake. All the world records virtually right. are there because of uh, you can go the thinner air and that type of stuff. They can go faster. But if you're going to compete at sea level, and that's where the Olympics are, you'll want to practice and, and train there and, and uh, have trials there. You know what's amazing is, is the, the amount of really high-profile like, and high-quality athletes that come to the Pettit Center, that come in and out, and nobody knows about. Right. Can you imagine if, like, a Michael Jordan used to, you know, would be at the Cousin Center? Everybody would know. The people that that come in here are at the top of their game, and they come in and just do their deal, and nobody, like, really understands at what level they're at. I, absolutely. I mean, you know, you see Shawnee Davis, right, you know, at the Pettit Center, and he's doing some coaching now. But he is, uh, you know, he trained there. He uh, he loves uh, coming to the Pettit Center. We're delighted and honored to have him there. But he can skate by, and people don't know him. Wow. Yeah, it's just the nature of the sport. But this is probably one of the best technical skaters of all time in speed skating. Hey, Bonnie Blair hanging out. That's she's, awesome. She's out there training on the ice, and she looks great. Does she's, she? Oh, yeah. yeah. She, can, she, she, she can still bring it. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I, like I said, when I met her daughter, and, and she said, look, this one I'm going to do for a year. And I said, is your mom involved? And she kind of rolled her eyes and she said, yes, very much involved. And I said, well, you might as well have the best, right? Yeah. I mean, she's unbelievable. Yeah, she's on our board. Bonnie's on our board, as uh, you yep. mentioned before. And she is iconic. She, uh, she's, uh, she represents the sport so well. Um, and uh, we're delighted to have her part of it. And she is always willing to help us. Hey, tell me, we got one minute um, to go. If, if people show up at the Pettit Center, and, and I'm going to show up there tomorrow, believe it or not. You know, Angie said, you come on by, and, and uh, I have not seen figure skating like I'm going to see tomorrow. I'm going to, I have to be here at 10. I'm going to stop there at 9. Um, when they walk in, do you, do you still get a kick out of first-time people where they just go, oh, my goodness, I didn't know? Well, oh sure, it, it, it's a thrill, and I've had people just walk in. They they've been by it. They want to, they step inside. I give them a little tour because they just are overwhelmed by what they see, especially the oval. Hey, I have to thank you uh, for what you do for this community, oh. Randy, and your staff, and 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 what you guys offer the people in this community. I, I just thank you so much for the, the work that you guys do, and please keep it up. Well, thank you. We're we're blessed to be there and, and uh, to be a an asset for the city. Can you still throw a football a little bit or? Uh, a little bit. Yeah, I bet. Bit. I still get football cards in the mail. I do you? After 40 years, I got one at home, got assigned and returned to somebody. So Man, that's awesome. hard to believe. Yeah. Well, you know what? If uh, yeah, I'll do it down, out, and up if you want. If you can throw, if you, if my kind of speed, you better hold up on that throw a little bit. He is Randy Dean, and he is uh, the executive director for the Pettit Ice Center. Again, the Pettit.com. This is the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.